0: Meet Julia Gruel, the Energizer Bunny, behind the Lively student section supporting 12 Illini teams from Orange Crush to the Nut Nuts. The president of Illini Pride works three jobs but makes it to every Illini sporting event she can. We talked about the group's charity work, potential Illini mascots, and the challenge of filling student sections when every sporting contest is available on TV or online. We'll be right back. Hey, Jim Rosso, News Gazette Media Vice President, reminding you that We have a ton of podcasts available at newsgazette.com every day of the week from Dave Gentry's morning show to Scott Beatty's news hour to Brian Barnhart's penny for your thoughts. Head to our website newsgazette.com and search for podcasts. Welcome back to Campus Conversation. I'm Julie Wirth and with me in the studio today is Julia Gruel, president of the student group Illini Pride at the University of Illinois. Thanks for coming in today. You're welcome. Um, Why don't you start by telling us what Illini Pride is all about? I know it's kind of the official student support group for Illini Athletics, right? Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, so Illini Pride, um, yes, official support group for Illini Athletics, so um, we kind of focus our main job is to support our student athletes and our teams um, when it comes to game day. Um, We also do quite a a lot for philanthropy, things like that. Um, So Orange Crush was kind of founded um, with the thought of being a philanthropic organization. We're one of the largest philanthropic student-run organizations in the United States. Um, So we do a lot of that. We're actually kind of going through our grant application process right now to look at that. Um, So yeah, kind of those two stops. So we also do a lot of um, kind of social events for our general members too, but the main focus is definitely kind of of being there at game day and creating that atmosphere that you see at our stadiums and arenas and baseball fields, things like that. How many members do you have? I know you're one of the biggest student groups on campus. Yes. Right? So right now, um, I want to say our official number is just below 2,300, um, and it's kind of growing every week, too. Do you organize... Student sections for every sport? Most sports? Most sports. Every sport besides golf, track, um, and cross country. So we have 12 student sections. And then our uh, men's and women's gymnastics section is um, together.
0: Okay, it's a cross country parent, I have to ask
1: you why not?
0: <laughs> Is it too spread out? Yeah. So, um,
1: a, it's kind of difficult for us just to get together in one spot because they're moving around so much, um, and also they have a very limited amount of home events, so that makes it a little, oh. little difficult. So that's kind of the main reason for golf too, as well. They don't really have many home events that we can be there for, you know. And they move around a lot too. <laughs> yes, exactly. Golfers. So uh,
0: I had not heard of Net Nuts before this year when I read about you <laughs> yes. being a member of it. Um,
1: Is that a new one,
0: or has that been around a while?
1: It's not new. It's been around for quite a while. Um, I would say we are, mm, depending on who you ask, definitely the best um, tennis student section in in the country. Um, (laughs) I say sometimes we battle it off with Ohio State and their baseline bucks a little bit. Um, But, yeah, it's a whole – people, when they look at tennis, they think, oh, it's quiet, you know, the kind of golf claps, very relaxed, and that's not at all what it is at Atkins. <laughs> um, we try to be as wild and crazy and just as intimidating as we are in basketball. Do you ever get, do you ever get shushed by the line judge? Yeah, um, definitely, <laughs> and there's, um, they can actually, the judges can reward points to opposing teams if we kind of are a little out there, um, so we do have to know quite a bit about when we can, when and when we can't speak and what kind of things we can and can't say, so um, as my spent my last two years running the NetNet student section, so I had to uh, work pretty closely with Brad Dancer and get some advice about what we can and can't do and when we can and can't say things, so. Have you ever been censured by the line? I mean, <laughs> I haven't, um, but um, some of my friends who were in the section before me have uh, rewarded some points to the other teams before, yeah. <laughs>
0: they learned their lesson, I'm yes. sure.
1: Okay, so, so who wins, uh, Orange Crush or Black Eye, or are those like all the same people? Um, it's pretty much all the same people, but when I think when you think of our history and I'd say Orange Crush is probably, I, I don't know, it depends. Orange Crush um, is pretty well known nationwide for our intimidating factor, but I think Black Eye has by far the best card stunts in the nation. and um, So I think that really sets us apart for a lot of other football student sections.
0: I like those cards, too.
1: They're so cool. So
0: last week's game against Nebraska yeah. generated a lot of excitement, and the, the section was full for the first yeah. time in a while, I think. I yeah. don't know. Do you know when the last time it was full? Was it the Gosh, Carolina it game it last like year? A, I would,
1: yeah, maybe. I don't know Yeah, UNC was, was probably the last time I think Memorial Stadium has felt like that. Was that last year? That I before? think that was a long, I think that was mm, my I freshman think, year, <laughs> okay. so that would have been like three or four years ago. Time is a blur. Yes. The athletic department
0: decided to give tickets away to students for this game. Mm -hmm. How big a factor was that, do you think? I
1: think it played a pretty big factor. Um, We ran out, I want to say Wednesday evening, um, to fill Block I, and they had to roll over to Section 101. Um, I think that played a pretty big role, especially. That was definitely um, on lovey. He wanted it for that Nebraska game because he knew how big of a difference if Memorial Stadium was you know, packed and loud, how much of a difference it would make in that game. So I think he was really like, well, let's get the students there for Nebraska, as opposed to where traditionally we've done a lot of non-conference games for those free tickets. So, Do you think, uh, some people were saying
0: on social media, let's do this for every game, just give student tickets away. And, and, you know, you guys do pay fees to support
1: athletics. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you think they should? Um, Well, so I actually work in marketing and athletics. So my answer is going to be no. Um, I think a lot of times if you made every game free, it would be really difficult to um, sell tickets ever. Um, also, I think it would upset a lot of like season ticket holders when it comes to um, some of the non students. So, while it would gr- be great to have Block Eye filled every day, I think it would be a little difficult to um, give free tickets away every game. So,
0: what does a ticket cost for a student now? Like a, a single mm-hmm. game ticket? Yeah, ten
1: dollars. So, that's not no, that bad. it's not that bad at all. No,
0: is it tough? drumming up support, you know, either through alumni Pride or just students generally when the program's, you know, been down for so long?
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. It's w- whether it's our main sections like Orange Crush or Black Eye or some of our smaller sections within our Olympic sports, we see far more success and energy in our se- um, sections when w- the team is succeeding. Um, but I think that whether or not a team is succeeding, you're kind of seeing student sections dwindle across the nation. Um, schools like Kentucky's basketball team still have issues filling their sections, or um, so it's not just us and it's not just our record. Um, there's quite a lot of other factors that play into, you know, how packed our stadiums are. Why do you think that is? Uh, a lot of it, I think, um, has to do with broadcasting and being able to watch it from your own home, and a lot of times that's cheaper than going out. Um, so, like I know within marketing, a lot of times we have to focus on the experience, some um, and less about. The actual team, it's a lot about what makes going to an actual game um, different than sitting at home and watching. So it's a lot more about the experience and less about what you're actually seeing on the field now. What do you guys do in that realm? I saw you shooting t-shirts on (laughs) it. Yes, that was me. Um, Yeah, so we do that. We focus on, we actually have like an experiences team. Um, which focuses on giving like tours and things like that, kind of adding that extra. Um, A lot of times it has to do with like giveaways, promotions. Um, And then for us, like what we do in our section, of course, has a lot to do with specific cheers that we're doing. Um, You can see like the newspapers that we do in Orange Crush and um, like creating kind of something that's unique for students that they're not going to get just going and sitting outside of our student sections.
0: Do you think students in general – appreciate that sort of community experience of going to a game as much as past generations just because of social media and like yeah. you said the availability of games online and
1: unfortunately no um, I think not I've definitely talked to a lot of other um, leaders in past years of Alumni Pride and they do have quite a bit more kind of success getting students there and wanting to sit with us so it's definitely a challenge that we have pulling students from like if we go a lot of times when you go to a volleyball game there are students sitting on the opposite side of Huff Hall and like we're it's a struggle to get them um, to come with us but I think like we do really as an organization just have to focus on creating that experience for them that makes it different and makes them want to come back and uh, join us
0: okay so I have to ask you about the big news yesterday about cams closing (laughs) and moving to a new site I know you guys like going there uh, what do you think about the new place and about it
1: being yeah, offline so, for a while? Um, I think you guys actually did a podcast with Jacob yes. um, about cams. <laughs> uh, Jacob's one of my really close friends. He is really upset about it. Um, I I don't know. I am I think we're all pretty upset about it. Cam's closing. It's uh, I think a big experience whether you're here now or you were here 20, 30 years ago. Um, so I don't know. I'm very nervous to see how the new cams is because I don't think you can recreate that same environment that they have at the current cams. But uh, I think a homecoming weekend, you can expect camps to be pretty packed. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's it's interesting
1: that they yes. were able to wait till after that at yeah. least. I'm sure that was part of the
0: oh, I'm sure it was part the of the whole part of the plan. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody asked why they couldn't wait till after yes. Dad's day, but I guess they, apparently they had a construction project yes. to start, so we shall see. Um, I think it's funny how invested people are in it. I mean, I'm, I'm an yeah. I didn't go to camps a lot, <laughs> but it's amazing the There's, response.
1: People that. are really upset about it. Yeah, I think it has played a pretty historic and anyone's academic career here.
0: Do you think the location will be, uh,
1: do you think people yeah. will go to the new one? I For degree? sure. I think they'll definitely yeah. go. Um, I think it's a pretty good location on campus. Um, I don't think it's quite as good as the current campus, but it is pretty going to be pretty close to like the Red Lion, so I expect that to play a pretty big role in people going there. So
0: where does Illini Pride stand on the whole, do we need a mascot issue? Yeah. Uh, do you think it's time for a new one?
1: Um, I would love to have a mascot. I think it's a tricky, just trying to find the right one and then getting fans to be okay with it and them to accept it I think mascots play a big role in fan development and how fans connect with the university Um, especially when it comes to like younger generations I think they really connect with mascots really well but it's such a hard figuring out which who's the right one like what do we go with Um, and I also think it's, there's going to be a lot of pushback when we do finally get one which i hope is sooner rather than later um but i think as generations carry on it will eventually be accepted by the athletic community. Or, so i think
0: Illini pride you know supported chief alaniwake for many many years mm-hmm. and so it's interesting you know that you guys have sort of you know not i don't know if yeah. let that go but you know that you would still think that there would be room for a yeah. mascot we've
1: definitely let it go um it's our it's our biggest job to support Illini Athletics and Illini Athletics obviously doesn't support on um, the older logo and the older mascot. Um, so I think that Illini Pride will definitely, when the new mascot comes around, be one of those catalysts for the new uh, mascot.
0: So. Okay. So we had some suggestions this last year, mm-hmm. <laughs> including Alma Adder and some others. Do you have any thoughts on any Alma or Champ the Fighting Illini or Yeah.
1: Um, out of the two, I definitely like Champ better. Um, I think Champ played a pretty big, I think it, Corresponds with the history behind the name, fighting the line. I way more, and I like what, how that connects to kind of our history, because you know Memorial Stadium is dedicated after so many um, of those who served, and the name comes from those who served. So I think that one. By far, I connected with way more. I also think it would be a little less of a joke to our um, peers in the Big Ten. So, <laughs> I think if we had a alma otter, we'd get uh, made fun of a little bit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, some people suggested you could do both.
1: You know, yeah, kind have alma yeah. be the
0: silly one. There were others: the flying alana with an eagle for the '89 yeah. team. I don't know. Crush,
1: an orange furry bear. <laughs> I don't know. Do you like any of those? <laughs> I think I robot. think out of all those, yeah, Champ was definitely my favorite that got suggested.
0: Are there, uh, the Chancellor talked about developing new traditions of some kind. He Mm -hmm. hasn't committed to a mascot yet. I don't know if you all have talked to him any more about that in the recent weeks. Um, But are there other traditions you think, you know, until that happens could sort of fill a void at this point?
1: Yeah, I think something that we're kind of seeing a little bit. I don't know if you um, were, got to go to any of the volleyball matches last year, but um, Thunderstruck was kind of their song that, introduced the team and it definitely especially when it came down to those postseason games made huff feel electric and i think really um, brought some energy to the girls before they ran out so uh, i think i i think i've would like to see maybe that carried on a little bit to some other teams i think it's a really good song it's a really easy way to get the crowd environment uh included and uh with that the clapping um so i think we actually tried it at a this Eastern Michigan game, and I think a lot of people liked it. So uh, I don't know if it's going to happen, but I kind of like the idea of that and having kind of a uniform song that all of our student-athletes can kind of connect with.
0: That's an interesting Yeah. Idea. Tell us about the song for people who don't know yeah, what it so is. Yeah, so
1: Thunderstruck, um, song by ACDC. Um, so how it worked at Huff Hall is that we would like create a tunnel for them, um, and we had these things. They're called, like, Thundersticks, if you've ever seen some pictures of us, and we kind of clapped them with the beat with Thunderstruck. So, and then as... Kind of the season carried on, especially that last Wisconsin game that we had at home. Um, the fans were standing up and really getting involved with us. So I think having something like that in uniform across all of our um, venues could really help out the team and getting them to there right before they're competing.
0: It is interesting. So they didn't play it at the Nebraska game, but they played it the I don't think so,
1: game? yeah, but I think they tried it out at the Eastern Michigan game from what I remember.
0: Have you talked to the – athletic
1: department about that yet? <laughs> um, so we've kind of had some discussions so about you know what kind of songs do we do and I've talked to some of my um, friends and they, they think that that would be kind of cool to see at State Farm Center as well so I'm kind of trying to talk to them a little bit but it's a pretty big discussion within our office about kind of what's that right song to play right before your team runs out um, and it's a discussion at all of our sporting events. So
0: I may be putting you on the spot but you know, there's that moment at halftime when the chief used to mm-hmm. dance and they played the music. Do you guys have any thoughts on whether that should continue or what could fill that? or yep. What do you think?
1: Uh, I think something that we've been doing that I've been really enjoying is using that opportunity to showcase our student-athletes. Um, so if you notice, a lot of times um, during the 3 and one we do bring out a lot of our athletic teams and give them an opportunity to kind of be in that spotlight and um showcase their pride for Illinois and then also like being able to be there for the 3 and one they're singing "Hail to the orange um down there on the court um for everyone else to see so I think that's given us an opportunity to really showcase the different student athletes that you maybe you really originally wouldn't see if you're not going to these bigger football basketball events do they do that at football or just basketball right now um right now just basketball and then women's basketball sometimes too as well even a line of pride's been uh down on the court doing it too so
0: uh, you are from Effingham originally, right? Yes. Have you
1: always been a big Illinois fan? Actually, no. Um, was did not grow up an Illinois fan at all. I think uh, up until I got here, I owned one Fighting Illini football t-shirt. Um, <laughs> my mom found at a thrift store, I think. <laughs> um, so yeah, I came here, and then I don't know if you from that um, news article that got done on me. I first kind of became a fan of Illinois athletics at uh, I think it was like the third soccer game of my freshman year. The first. Uh, soccer game I'd ever been to, and I got the leaders of line I Pride then kind of noticed me, and they were like, hey, she seems pretty cool. So they, from that point on, kind of took me under their wing, and then since then I've kind of been an Illinois fan down to the heart. (laughs) Were you doing something interesting at that game that they noticed? I don't think so. I think we just kind of got into it, really energized, which I think a lot of times you don't see at soccer games, so...
0: I noticed a lot of people wearing the blue and orange striped overalls at the last yeah, game. Yeah, our game bibs. And you have, I think Jacob wears his... orange orange suit yeah (laughs) do you have other
1: people that stand out in the the black eye or whatever um there's at nebraska there was someone wearing like a a wolf mask um that was new i had never seen that before (laughs) did that mean something i I, i'm not sure (laughs) but they were in the front row and i was like that's an interesting choice um game bibs are really popular especially within a line of pride um you'll see at volleyball or um, spike squad leaders wear those um what they wear? i'm sorry the game bibs so that was oh, orange bibs, blue yeah. and stripe yeah overalls that you see um and then orange crush definitely gets some unique characters too a lot of face painting a lot of interesting face painting <laughs> um there used to be um Macadons. he actually used to be a part of our organization before he graduated and he um you always saw he wore like a blue wig a lot of times he had his face painted too and he always had overalls so there's always some pretty good fans that like to dress up every game and we love to see that
0: You uh, have an interesting double major, I noticed. You're in the RST program, Recreation, Sport, and Tourism, but also Creative Writing. And I wondered, what's your plan?
1: Yeah, so I actually started out at the university as uh, an English major. My original plan was to get my um, secondary education minor and teach English. Um, And then I found through line of Pred that my strengths and my kind of values and interests far more um, aligned with a sports management degree so I switched over to RST but I still have a passion for literature and writing so yeah I write some poetry. What do you want to do when you grow up? <laughs> um, actually I want to do exactly what I'm doing now which is college sports marketing. I enjoy it a lot I think a lot of people in my major are really interested in professional sports but I think college sports is way far less about the profit and the money and far more about the student athletes and serving them and far more about the fans so I think that's it's something I'm far more interested in, and really kind of have a little more passion for. All
0: right. So, do you have a
1: prediction for the next game, football game? Oh, gosh, uh, we're always going to be hopeful. block Eye is always going to be there supporting. We'd love to see a win, um, but no predictions. <laughs> <laughs> you probably have to stay out of that business. Yeah. <laughs> so, what other activities
0: um is Alani Pride? supporting this year what's coming up
1: michigan game is definitely one of the big things that we're focusing on within block Eye. there's a lot of efforts um within us and i think athletics too to get a lot of people out there um we're really kind of pushing hey michigan's going to be here they're a great team and um so we want to really push that game both within us and athletics so michigan's going to be a pretty big game um is Volley- that October twelfth, is that right? I or think yes, October twelfth. Yep,
0: October twelfth. Um I think they're dedicating the new Dick Becker statue that we have. Yes. Right? They
1: are. So they'll be I think they're doing an event. They're also dedicating the Smith Center that Friday night before too. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else coming up
0: this semester that you want to
1: talk about? Or charitable work and Orange Crush? Or? Yeah, so we, a lot of our Orange Crush members are currently fundraising, so if you are friends with any of them, please do donate to their Crush links, so like I said, we're doing uh, we're starting to look at our grant applications we've got quite a few of those in um, we're looking at a lot of fundraising to fulfill all those grants so we're wanting to really push that um, so yeah, you can expect that um, on your Facebook walls, I'm sure all of us sharing those links, I know I just shared mine pretty recently so wanting to fundraise, we do a couple different levels and students, depending on how much they fundraise get some different um kind of benefits from there so see that we do have an orange crush hype night um which is only the second time i believe we've done this so we did it last year and we're trying to bring it back to really um We've had some issues, I think, with Orange Crush a lot of times not knowing a lot of our cheers and the traditions that we have, so we're wanting to do these hype nights and getting some of our newer members out there to teach them a little bit about the specifics that we do for certain events that happen within games so that they can be a little more uniform and that we can really push that intimidation factor for the opposing teams. So how many of these groups do you physically go to? (laughs) Do I physically go to? Um, I try to be at all 12. Um, I really do. Um, I think that being a leader... Um, within my organization to sh- show support to all we have 35 members on my executive team so to, i want to show my support to all of them and be there as much as i can i do work three jobs um so it makes it a little difficult but i try to be there for all of them i'm at every football and basketball game both with them and then also with my um, athletics job kind of expected to be there um, volleyball men's tennis are my top two favorites and they are also our top two uh, most popular olympic sections um, and then, yeah, Hot Shots, I'm trying to be at all those, which is our soccer section. Um, and then coming up, we do actually have our first Pool Sharks, which is swimming and diving. <laughs> Wait, um, is which is that a is, new one? No, it's not new. It's just very um, not as popular. Um, so Pool Sharks this Saturday morning, um, swimming and diving, which will be at our Activities and Recreation Center. Um, so that's our first swimming and diving. And then coming up, we'll see, like, gymnastics. So I do my best to request off of my works for about half of our events that we have. And then I'm trying to, if I happen to not get scheduled, of course I'm there. So basically, if I'm free, I'm at our athletic sporting events. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for taking the time yeah, to Yeah, thank you for today. having me. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, this was fun. Thanks, Julia. You're welcome.